Hami Media Group continues to grow to new heights because of our loyal fan base and incredible sponsors. You followed us on our affiliate Hami Media Group channels for all of our awesome shows, including South Park Reviews, NFO Star Wars, and the Academy Star Trek Reviews, The Horror Junkyard, and all of our affiliate programming. We will continue to bring you the best in wrestling, conspiracy, and alternative media. Thank you for supporting our sponsors, subscriptions, sending bits, and promotion of the Hameen Media Group platform. Add both Hacker Hameen and Hameen Media Group on your iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and YouTube feeds. Thank you to the following sponsors. Zordos Olive Oil. Zordos Olive Oil is the finest artisan Greek olive oil on the market today. It's also the perfect holiday gift. You can make your family's favorite holiday recipe and they'll say it's the best thing they've eaten all year. It's imported. It's ultra premium Greek olive oil and it's available now at ZordosOliveOil.com. Again, that's ZordosOliveOil.com. Zordos Olive Oil. Taste the difference for yourself. The Coffee Roasters at TheBroasters.com. A new five-pound bag of Vince Russo Bro Coffee is here. Stock up before the next lockdown, bro. TheBroasters.com is the only place to get the limited edition Vince Russo Bro Coffee. Get up and have a cup of bro, bro. Exclusively from TheBroasters.com and RussoBrand.com. Use the official promo code BRO5LB when you place your order and you'll save some money, bro. At Hameen Media Group, we're all about self-improvement. Improve your mind and body with Stevie Richards Fitness. Head over to StevieRichardsFitness.com and take control of your fitness with Stevie's resistance band programs. These programs have been set up for every level of fitness. You can also try the brand new Stevie Richards Yoga Program to make sure your flexibility and balance improve so you can feel your best. Visit StevieRichardsFitness.com today and build a better you. ProWrestlingTees.com, the best way to support your favorite independent wrestlers, podcasts, and hosts from the Hami Media Group and Russo brand is to get their official merchandise exclusively at ProWrestlingTees.com. Support all of the great Hami Media Group talent by visiting their Pro Wrestling Tea stores, such as the Greek God Papadon, BWO Stevie Richards, Big Sal under SEG shirts, Chris Silvio the Superstar himself, and of course, Ben Hameen Yala. Hey, Infidel. You want to become an official HMG operative? Well, now's your chance. Just follow us on Twitter at Hameen Media Group. Shoot us a request, and we'll send you the invite link so you can join the brand new private Discord server under Hameen Media Group. You can also join us on Facebook in the Hameen Media Discussion Group and interact with the entire HMG army. Play along in the Pick'em Challenges, hang out in the Watch Along threads, and interact with the HMG hosts. You can also check out all of HMG's Conspiracy Horseman propaganda on our Instagram by following us at Hameen Media Group. Like, follow, and share, or be destroyed. Once again, thank you to all of our sponsors, subscribers, followers, guests, producers, and hosts of Hameen Media Group. 2.2 million downloads for Hameen Media Group is all because of your efforts and support. Now, let's get to the main event. Moron. It seems like they're everywhere you turn. Every single day they invade the headlines. Another half-wit criminal with a half-baked scheme. Another social media simpleton going viral. 
another Florida man stretching the bounds of stupidity, or another pack of SJWs throwing a temper tantrum. And that's not even the worst of it. From the empty talking heads on the cable news channels, to the humorless hacks in Hollywood, to the pea-brained politicians pulling the puppet strings, everywhere you look, there's another idiot telling you how to live your life. Like, people should be able to, like, eat what they want, do what they want. Absolutely not! I mean, it's not like he's going out there in his campaign ads, like, (laughs) Joe Biden is a reptile man. He keeps the streets of Gotham City much safer than Commissioner Gordon, but he doesn't wear a badge because Batman doesn't have to follow any rules. You know, all the kids started ganging up on him and calling him a little googly-eyed, ticky-pants, jelly boy. Oh, I say the Edward all the time now. You know, I, I just go out on the strip and I scream it. You say a sucky bitch? Whoa, Reverend. A sucky bitch. You don't know what a sucky bitch is. You mean like you talking like Cardi? Like Cardi B, I, I, I heard she got that walk. Well, Jay and Anissa have had enough. Armed with clever satire, madcap humor, and the craziest cast of characters in podcasting, they're lining up and taking aim at the world of stupidity every single week. Because it is time to go to war. The War on Morons. It is Tuesday, December 1st, 2020, and this is episode 57 of The War on Morons. I'm Jay. And I'm Anissa, and this is the only show online where we speak truth to stupidity every single week. Yeah, at least it normally is. (laughs) Like, I don't know what the hell last week's show was about. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I mean... (laughs) That'll happen when you let Dr. Larry, of all people, guest host the damn show. I mean, talk about a train wreck. I mean, I honestly, I don't know what's wrong with well, that guy. Well, first of all, I just want to say, I disavow Dr. Larry. Seconded. I washed my hands of the last episode. What was it? Episode 56? Nothing to do with it. I We had absolutely nothing to do with it. That's all on Dr. Larry. Uh, forget I about mean, him. To be fair, it was pretty funny, though. I yeah, mean, you know. it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we've got a great post-Thanksgiving edition lined up for you this week. Um, it's actually coming to you from location. Uh, we're here in beautiful Knoxville, Tennessee. Yes. And uh, we'll get right to the headlines. But first, we want to make sure that we remind you the first place to find the show each week is on Tuesday, right here on HameenMediaGroup.Podbean.com. Yeah, I mean, if you guys haven't already subscribed to HMG on Podbean and YouTube yet, you're definitely going to want to make the jump here soon because not you're not going to find us on the original War on More channels uh, pretty soon here. Uh, so definitely subscribe to Hummy Media Group. And in between episodes, go ahead and check out our social media for some good old-fashioned memes, news, and updates. Yep. Uh, so give us a follow on Twitter. Uh, we're there at, at on Morons. Um, we're on Parlor. We're on MeWe. We're on Rumble. We're still over on YouTube. We're still over on Facebook, even though they don't like us. <laughs> but you can find us there at War on Morons. Exactly. For now. For now. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, finally, if you want to be a part of the show, like so many people are each week, 
go ahead and hit us up on our call-in line. Don't be shy. God knows the people who call in aren't, so yeah. feel free to call us at any time. The number is 813-906-9099. Yeah, you don't have to be a lunatic to call in. I don't know where people got the idea that you have to be. I mean, maybe it helps. I, I don't know, but like, we'd be happy to talk to you, too. Exactly. Now, let's get into this week's top morons. All right. So, I'll start things off. In fact, let's start things off with professional propaganda pusher and the world's most inappropriately smug lesbian. Uh, I know where this is going. Rachel Maddow. There it is. Yeah, who went on her MSNBC uh, show last week and said that people who contest election results should go to jail. Checked, we were still living in America. I mean, I know, I know, it's not. I give him a couple months. (laughs) (laughs) I I gotta say, though, I mean, Rachel Maddow saying that is uh, pretty rich, right? Rich. I mean, did she follow that up with uh, turning herself in? Because has she even stopped contesting the 2016 election as of I don't know today? I mean, if it weren't for contesting the 2016 election, like MSNBC, like they wouldn't even exist. Like, they'd have to air lockup reruns 24-7. Like, honestly, for one, that would be a lot more entertaining than any of the oh. shit that they have on now. But that would be really fitting, considering how, the, how they actually want us to live these days. Yeah, it's like a how-to guide in today's time. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine how the people on MSNBC are going to react if Trump actually manages to pull this one off? You know, that's actually... Like, more than any other reason. Like, forget about, like, tax policy. Who gives a shit? Foreign policy. Like, I- I'm too old to go to war anyway. Like, I I want him to pull this off just so I can turn on CNN and MSNBC and, and Fox, frankly, and watch people's heads explode. Like, I'm going to be watching a lot of those channels if he pulls it off. And, and frankly, just for the show prep. Just for the show prep. <laughs> just for the content. <laughs> well, speaking of deep-rooted hatred for the president, the Boston Globe actually just published a pretty bizarre examination of anti-Trump psychosis that's following the media's call of the 2020 race for the Biden camp. Um, apparently, what's been going on is Boston-area liberals have been flocking to grave sites. They've actually been speaking to deceased relatives somehow, uh, sending text messages, even social media messages to dead loved ones, all to share their joy about the man they hate losing the re-election. I mean, are, are you sure they weren't just thanking them for their votes? <laughs> like, yeah, thanks, Grandpa. I wrote your name on a ballot or two. <laughs> Uh, I could be, be the case too. Or maybe going down there to collect it, like they were down there doing some ballot canvassing for uh, for the runoff down in Georgia. <laughs> in Boston, that might be far fetched, but hey, in Georgia, they'll count it. Or you know what? Like honestly, this is Trump working another miracle. I mean, he, he found a way to get Boston liberals to find religion. Like they're actually talking to the dead now, just to say, "Hey, guess what, Grandpa? We, hey, guess what? We can go fucking piss on Trump's proverbial grave." Maybe I shouldn't say that this loud in the graveyard. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, according to the article, this is all part of a new modern theory of grieving in psychiatry. It's actually called continuing bond theory, which really just begs the question of what will the anti-Trump crowd have to live for? Since obviously their hatred of the guy is the only thing that's sustaining them. Like if your only living connection to your dead relative is your hatred of Trump and Trump goes away, Trump retires. What do you have left? 
See, I thought continuing Bond theory was like how it went from like Roger Moore to Pierce Brosnan ah. and like Sean Connery. Wow. Like, like how does Bond keep going and like regenerate like a fucking Time Lord? I, I heard he's going to be a woman now. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be a black chick now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, but I mean. <laughs> A little bit of an aside, but I mean, what is even the point of a modern day liberal without Trump? Seriously. I mean, do you really think they're going to be able to get their rage boner up for like Mike Pence? Not even. Like, can you imagine? Like, like oh yeah, fuck that guy. You know, he, 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 he goes to dinner with his wife. He didn't even interrupt Kamala Harris. Like, they can't. He, he had a fly on his head, that motherfucker. <laughs> I mean. The the left without Trump as a foil, I mean, they're going to be about as good as, um, all right, here we go, here we go. So, like, you know, the maybe you won't get this one, but I'm sure that there's people listening to our audience, they're going to they're gonna get this, especially if you listen to, like, the NFL. You know how shitty the Disney Star Wars movies have been? I've heard. It's because Darth Vader's dead. Uh, hey, spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah. Spoilers. You don't know. You know that movie came out in like 1983. Okay, my comment still stands. You know I haven't seen it. Well, okay. Well, I guess there's no point in, in watching the Star Wars yeah, trilogy I guess I don't now. Have to now so. <laughs> All right, sorry. Well, cover cover up your ears, everybody. You might want to skip this <laughs> next couple seconds, but you won't believe it. But in Return of the Jedi, Darth Vader fucking dies. I can't believe it. <laughs> this is getting way off of <sighs> anyway <laughs> anyway back to uh to weird leaps in logic um and to uh liberals politicizing death uh florida museum has raised controversy earlier this month by opening an exhibit about the death of george floyd okay um yeah, I mean, I, I get it. I mean, it was a pretty big event this yeah, year. Yeah, like, it was like a moment in history. Yeah, I mean, say what you want about George Floyd. Say what you want about, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement. It was a pretty monumental thing that happened. It, it shaped a lot. Yeah. All right, well, here's the problem. This was at a Holocaust Memorial Museum. No. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> I don't really know if it's fair... <laughs> To connect George Floyd to the millions of people who were, uh, you know, persecuted for their religion in a freaking genocide. I don't know you, if you can uh, make that leap. You, you don't remember that scene from, from Diary of uh, Anne Frank? When she was like a career criminal? She was high on meth and fentanyl? She overdosed while resisting arrest? I think this is so, <laughs> so disrespectful. I mean... Considering how up in arms the people on the left get over cultural appropriation, you would really think that this would piss them off. You'd think so, but this is like they're they're cool with it. This apparently this is like the first thing that you see when you walk into this Holocaust Memorial Museum. You walk into the Holocaust Memorial Museum, which is supposed to be you know memorializing the six million or the twelve million, you know, however many people died in. The horrific events of the 30s and 40s. And then there's there's George Floyd. Big Floyd. Fentanyl addict. Like, I don't, are we living <laughs> in bizarro world? We like, are. What the hell is this? I mean, there's no better martyr to a leftist than a felonious crackhead who fought the cops. I mean... Who can say that every Jewish person is a leftist? 
Well, I mean, they, I, I don't know if you've seen how they vote, but I mean, <laughs> they're like anything to hurt that orange Nazi who, well, I mean, think about all the Nazi things he's done. Let's see. For I mean, he moved the U.S. Embassy to Jerusalem. Nazi. He, he brought peace to the Middle East. I mean, his chief of staff is... Wait, wait a second. Trump's like the worst Nazi ever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he definitely... Uh, he's definitely doing a terrible job being a Nazi. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Let's uh, let's actually just move on to an actual dictator yeah. here. Uh, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo. Oh, boy. What do you do this time? Oh, well, ironically, he's in the moron news this week for calling other people dictators. Uh, specifically, New York state sheriffs who've publicly refused to enforce his tyrannical, unconstitutional, dictatorial restrictions on holiday gatherings in private residences. You know, I'm I'm starting to sense a theme tonight. Like, oh, yeah. um, like these guys, they're really tone deaf, aren't they? Oh, they are the biggest hypocrites. <laughs> and I feel like we cover Andrew Cuomo for it every single week. I mean, how has he not? Driven out of the governor's mansion. They want to run him. I I wouldn't be surprised if he's if he's the next Democrat nominee for president. I just I just don't get it. They love this guy. I mean, I I I have two eyes. He's a fucking moron. This could be called the Andrew Cuomo show. (laughs) Did you hear that he won the Emmy the other day? What? Yeah, no, he won an Emmy for. What did he win it for? I, I think it's funny because we just told him to start acting. I think we made a joke about him. I can't doing, imagine uh, what kind of an Emmy he won. I feel, I just I'm I'm racking my. You've blown my mind. Yeah. Here. You've blown my mind. I mean, I. Oh, oh. You know what? I think I know. I think I got it. You know, it all makes sense. I was I was a little afraid for a minute there, but I think I pieced it all together. I got it. Best nipple rings in a press conference. Right. That's it. That's the only thing it could have been. Right. Can, couldn't have been anything else. You know, I think that that would have been better than what they actually gave it to him for. No shit. It, it was something. It was something about his COVID nineteen briefings. You can get an Emmy for that. Uh, well, apparently, you can get an Emmy for killing tens of thousands of people with shitty, inadequate, you know, care <laughs> in nursing homes. <laughs> I just, you know, when I'm sitting in a nursing home one day, hopefully not too soon. Hopefully right? not in New York. Hopefully not in New York. I mean, I know that the only thing that will bring me comfort. Uh, is seeing the guy who put me there cheesing for the cameras every day and, and, and then watching him win a daytime Emmy for it. Yeah. That'll, that'll just be really, that'll warm my heart a little bit. Next to some COVID patients. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Mm. But, yeah. Fuck. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. I've got another uh, another governor on the list. Uh, oh, boy. In fact, speaking of a, another Gestapo governor, Ooh. we've got, and somehow I don't think we've ever talked about this mouthy mouth moron. Um, but Oregon's Kate Brown. Yeah, I haven't heard that name. <laughs> yeah, well, she's used Thanksgiving. Uh, I don't know if you've seen her executive order. This is unbelievable. So so she just issued an, a, a Thanksgiving executive order. It includes a universal mask man- mandate. Universal? What, like if I go to Mars, I have to wear a mask? Uh, well, if, if you have to do pretty much anything except for sleeping. Uh, like She graciously allows people not to wear a mask when they're eating. Or drinking, but you better have it on any other time. Maybe you can have it off if you're in your own home, but if you have anybody else in your house, you, you better put that sucker back on. Sure. Maybe you can have it off if you're in your car, but it's not really all that clear. Like, pretty strict mask mandate. 
Um, a pretty strict limit on church, retail. Um, you can't have sit-down uh, restaurant seating, uh, only only takeout. Um, complete closure of things like gyms, you know, gardens, museums, sports venues, all entertainment. You know, things that, that people could actually use. Gardens, I just don't get Oh right. yeah, because I I don't get any of this. The you, gardens, you, you, I really don't get. You certainly don't want you know exercise, or or to be in the outdoors at a time like this. Well, gyms are a disgusting place. Let's be honest. I yeah, mean, the health benefits fine, but they are grimy and gross. Yeah, but um, the, the the biggest thing about her uh, executive order was that it limits household gatherings to six people from no more than two separate homes, and it punishes violators. With a one thousand two hundred and fifty dollar fine, jail time, or both. Okay, now first of all, first of all, one. Okay, if somebody purchased their own home, pays taxes on their home, insures their home, she can still somehow tell them. Like, what are they? What do they have what, to do? What do you? What kind of country do you think this is? How do you measure you think, that? We, you think we have the right to private? Property? Yeah, I do. No, that's kind of like the expectation. Not in Oregon. Wow. Uh, <laughs> no, wow. The, the the best part though. I mean, that that's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. Pretty bad. But if that's not bad enough, uh, she actually made a point. She she went and she she made this address to the state of Oregon um, to urge the citizens of the state to call the police on their neighbors if they notice any extra cars in the driveway. If you On notice, Thanksgiving. If you notice your your neighbors getting extra bread rations, <laughs> call this hotline. If you suspect that they've put up a secret wall in their home where they're hiding people, undesirables, you know, more than six people, you know, like, you know you've got them under the floorboards. Like, I mean, what are they going to do next? I mean, don't get... I, I don't know what... I think they're just, like, making crazy shit up and seeing what they can get away with, honestly. And, and remember, remember, this is the state that just decriminalized all drugs. So you can't have anybody over at your home on Thanksgiving to enjoy Thanksgiving meal. You can't have any turkey with your family. But if you want to shoot some heroin into your neck, knock yourself out. The worst part is, and the scariest part to me, and this is just the insanity of it, is like, people are signing off on this. Like, I can't believe how many people actually go along with it and they're just like, Yep, sounds good. Yeah, I'm scared of a cold. And, and Oregon's got, like, one of the lowest infection rates, or I don't, who knows what the fucking infection rate is. They got one of the lowest death rates of any state. I Probably think... because everybody's dying from fucking heroin overdoses <laughs> instead. <laughs> Fentanyl. But... Nothing <laughs> truly evokes the spirit of Thanksgiving like a good old-fashioned heroin overdose and snitching on your neighbors for sharing a meal with their loved ones. Yeah. Yeah. That, that'll just warm the cockles of your heart, won't you, it? You know, if Kate Brown had been at Plymouth Rock, America would still belong to the Indians. And to be fair, I mean, the pilgrims <laughs> were actually carrying diseases. And she would have kept it out. You know, she would have been like, look, we've already got way more than six people here. You you got to turn those boats around. We're Nobody's full. wearing face coverings. <laughs> They're going to catch smallpox. It's not going to be a good situation. Yeah, I mean, there's a time and a place for everyone. Kate Brown's is not. In 2020, it's 1620. And it's not in fucking Salem, Oregon. It's in Salem, Massachusetts. Go back in time, you bitch.
minutes. Yeah. On to some other holiday humbuggery <laughs> in the name of COVID. Now, Thanksgiving and Christmas may be canceled this year, and that's sad. But guess what holiday is still on the menu this winter? Ah, uh, it's easy Hanukkah. Oh, don't, don't. <laughs> mm, not, mm, mm. All right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, Kwanzaa, in, in honor of noted Holocaust survivor George Floyd. You know, I, I wouldn't be surprised, but actually, shockingly, no. Um, get this? It's Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras. Yeah, of course. Mardi Gras. I mean, the city of New Orleans has announced that Mardi Gras is different because it's a religious holiday. Mardi Gras is a religion. I mean, I know it's a... But what? Like... <laughs> you know, Christmas is not a religious holiday, but Mardi Gras... Religious holiday. <laughs> yeah, like when I see, when I think of a religious holiday, you know, I think, uh, let's see, day drinking, public urination, flashing your tits for plastic beads. Who I mean, it makes perfect sense to me. That's what all families <laughs> gather and do, right? <sighs> you know, it sounds a lot like those Biden victory celebrations from a couple weeks ago, to be honest. You know, those are those are fine. If too. it resembles, if it at all resembles a Black Lives Matter rally, it's totally allowed. <laughs> if Christmas was all about burning random people's businesses to the ground, it would be totally fine. You know, I'm I'm surprised they don't come up with a new holiday. You I know? would love to see. Yeah. You know, I would love to see. I would honestly love to see Festivus finally be brought into the spotlight. These people have a lot of grievances. Yeah, I was about to say, I've got a whole shitload of grievances this year. <laughs> Everybody has. Some airing of the grievances to do. Maybe on our way back from Knoxville down to Florida, we can stop by CNN in, <laughs> in Atlanta. I can set up some... the Festivus poll. <laughs> oh. I think that's a good idea. Right on time before we get in trouble, we're getting a call. Oh, boy. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, 917 area code. You want this one? Yeah, I'll take it. 917 area code. You are on with the war on morons. Tell us your name and where you're calling from. Yeah, this is the song. Why is this Oh God, Black Friday! What are you? What are you? Really? I mean, uh, what are you just mad at people for having left their houses at all? I mean, based on your track. Absolutely insane. Did you say there's people all over the country doing this? Oh, yeah, we've got our operation going, you know. He's sitting in Boston. He's up there in Pittsburgh. He's calling the shots. He's going to city media. doing stuff in Michigan or wherever he's at right now. Of course, we got our team in the West Coast. But I think down here in Florida for a few months now. It's awesome. I'm actually recruited. I've got my own recruit now. I've got my 
your recruit in a minute, because that's terrifying. Cool. But I have to say, it does sound like you and the gang of good guys have basically been carrying out a nationwide pre-planned attack on holiday shoppers. I mean, that's almost terrorism. No, we're not attacking anybody. You don't understand. So, I'm not the one looking up the directive. You know, fine. I mean, I guess in this by your absolute insanity. I have to tell you, you're really blowing our cover right now. What are you now. talking about? Well... Blowing it. Blowing your cover because you got the coronavirus. You don't want anybody to know. No, no, what? no, no. Nobody has the coronavirus. You just... We're supposed to be doing the show live, but we're going to be on... We're going to be driving the day that we normally record the show. So... No, no. Or normally do the show. So... What do you mean? Well, well, we're pre-recording the show. People aren't supposed to know it's Black Friday. I wondered how come you guys picked up when I call. Whatever. You guys don't normally pick up if I call on a Friday. Well, normally we don't pick up when you call for a different reason. Oh, so so we, so so I'm not on the air right now. Well, yeah. Uh, you're probably going to make it on the air. You're threatening to kill people and talking about a nationwide plan to attack holiday shoppers. Yeah, I definitely want to know who they are. Give us your full legal right. name. All right, first up, Eddie Kevin.
His name, it, it doesn't matter what his name is. It, it, he's coming from Fort Lauderdale. They call him the South Florida Psychopath. How many of them are there? Well, hold on, I've got a few more. And then we got the Pimble Pines. I just need a break. I, I mean, I, I need a break at this point. Um, We're not even halfway through the show. Yeah, but we just talked to the freaking South Florida, whatever, wherever he is now, berserker. Uh, he is berserk. Yeah. Anyway, I, I got a commercial. This, this, this is actually great. What I'm, I'm pretty excited for this. Yeah, one. this one I'm actually excited yeah. for too. It's pretty festive. <laughs> All right, we'll be back. This holiday season, join us. For a holiday spectacular, reminiscent of those heartwarming Christmas specials that you all loved when you still believed in Santa Claus, and when he still believed in you. So on Tuesday, December 22nd, gather your family around the radio and treat your ears to a Christmas time variety show as the War on Morons presents Dirk Shockey's Rockin' Shockin' Christmas Special! That's right, bro! <laughs> it's the real f***ing battle! Come back to her straight from the North Pole of Hollywood! <laughs> Starring me, Dirk Shocker! From Shocker, performing all my most metal hits for my brand new holiday album, like Ho Ho Ho's, Yuletide Homicide, F*** you Santa, Too Many Bells, and I Wanna Get a High for Christmas! 
also featuring Llewellyn's Cade's Kids Christmas Choir, Holiday Ghost Stories with the Spectre Inspector Squad, a Krampus summoning ritual with Professor Canterbury and Reverend Jeremiah, the liberal show's anti-Christmas protest, and celebrity sing-alongs with all of Dirk's most heaviest friends. There's never been a Christmas special quite like this, America. So don't miss out. Tune in this December exclusively on the War on Morons at podbean.com. I am so excited about that. That's going to be a great... Christmas special. It's about time we did one. Yeah, I mean Dirk Shocker. I mean he's been, you know, he's been talking about making that comeback. I mean, he's... I don't know about him exactly, but I'm excited about the special. He can't mess it up. I mean, he's performed before large crowds before. You think he can't handle a little holiday special? And Isn't he known for a song called "Too Many Pills"? Too, too many pills, and now I, I hear he's going to switch it around. It's going to be too many bells. Okay, all right. I I trust Dirk. We'll see. I think he can handle this. I hope he can. Anyway, (laughs) at this point in the show, we usually play a game called Florida or the Field, uh, where we take some of the craziest stories from across the world and challenge ourselves to guess whether they took place in Florida or literally anywhere else. And they've gotten, well, they've gotten off the hook the last couple weeks because we, uh, we did that red state or blue state a couple weeks ago, and then of course last week we had that crazy uh, Doctor Larry filling Dr. in. Doctor Larry. So uh, I mean, it looks like they're off the hook again, honestly, in Florida. Hey, why is that? Why is that? We're literally using the same computer right now. How the hell are we going to play the game? You'll see all my answers. You know what? I didn't. I didn't really think this through, did I? No. I was. I was looking forward to it. I know. I, I have a lot of good stories in the stack. Okay, you know what? Um, honestly, I I think Florida doesn't deserve to be off the hook. Um, you know what? I think we should do is I think we should just go after Florida. Let's just do a let's Florida just do a Flo- let's just do a segment about how much Florida man is fucking up lately because yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's been a good couple weeks of them marinating in their own Florida juices, and, and you know I like it. Yeah, I've it. got some good ones myself. So, um, in fact, I can start it out. All right. So here we go. So I normally hide hide where it is, but I'm just going to let you know. All right, okay. so a Polk County man was arrested last week for a number of charges, including burglary, grand theft auto, tampering with evidence, and multiple counts of contributing to the delinquency of a minor. What? Yeah, he took an eight-year-old boy along with him on a crime spree. Yeah, in his defense, in his defense, I in guess. In his defense? Yeah, in his defense, the burglarizing babysitter said he did it for a good reason. Oh, well, I'd love to hear this. Well, he said it was to toughen the boy up so he wouldn't be soft. Oh, well, okay. I mean, what is this, an episode of Trailer Park Boys? I mean, where did this child even come from? I don't know. It, I was I was really curious, honestly, because it, it, it's not his kid. It's not. Who is this? Is he a kidnapper? He wasn't charged with kidnapping. No, it did say in the article the police returned the kid to his relatives when they took the uh, the criminal in the custody. Um, but I mean, you know, who says a sidekick has to be related to you? You know, it's not like Batman's Robin's, you know, dad. He also isn't a real person, and even if he was, I don't know that he'd be swooping around Polk County, breaking into houses and stealing cars. You don't think Batman would be? 
No, I really don't. I mean, he's a billionaire. Why would he need to commit crimes? I don't know, but we just talked to the South Florida berserker, and he thinks he's Batman, and he does that shit all the time. He's a lunatic. Look, I'm not saying this was the right way to go about things, but I mean, he is right about one thing. What's that? Kids these days are too soft. So okay, you know, yeah. before we divulge into an episode <laughs> of the Trailer Park Boys here, let's just move on. Speaking of auto theft. An Orlando man was arrested early Wednesday morning for breaking into a number of cars and stealing cash, credit, and personal identification cards. Normally, this wouldn't be news. I mean, it happens all the time, Especially in Orlando. (laughs) (laughs) Now, where it gets interesting is the man did use one of those cards to actually order a lift as a getaway ride. Now, anybody who's used Lyft may know that uh, it doesn't just happen immediately. You have to wait for the driver to get to you. <laughs> it's not instantaneous. It's not like Scotty beaming you up. <laughs> no, you don't just get beamed <laughs> up, which is unfortunate for him because the car alarms that he set off gave him away. And he was detained before his chariot could arrive. You know, that's going to happen when you just sit around waiting on these rideshare apps, man. Like, you know, next time, because I'm sure there's going to be a next time. Oh, there's going to be. You know, the, he might switch yeah. to Uber if he's smart. Well, that's what I was going to say. Next time, maybe he'll switch to. No, next time, if you're breaking into cars, buddy, you might as well just get some follow through and steal the damn thing. I don't think that's what we want to be telling look, people. Look, if you're going to break into them, you might as well get your money's worth. If this guy had been hanging out with the dude in the last story, he wouldn't be so soft. <laughs> Anyway, staying in Orlando, we're going to go to Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park where a visitor was charged. I can't even get this one out. It's so funny to me. All right. So a guy went to Animal Kingdom and he got charged with battery after attacking a security guard in a drug-induced rage. Uh, Imagine imagine you're that security guard. This is like the last thing that happens to you before Disney World lays off 30,000 people. Like, I'm I, sorry, it's not funny, but it's kind of funny. I mean, you'd think that would be a cushy job, you know? Like, <laughs> oh, like yeah. it's it's Disney World. They got great security. They check out. I mean, who the hell goes to secure uh, goes to Disney World? Uh, well, this guy apparently. I'm just going to describe wait, wait, him. Wait, wait, this wasn't just like an incident. This was like a pre-planned attack. Is well, that what you're saying? Witnesses describe the dopey tourist as bloody. Bloody. Sweating profusely, non-responsive to commands, in a state of excited delirium and unexpected strength. Wow. And he admitted that he'd taken LSD and decided to try to kill someone. Okay, Charles Manson. (laughs) Okay. I mean, that's not really what you're supposed to do when you go to Disney World. Okay, it's the happiest place on earth. Well, you don't you don't go there to drop acid and murder people. No, that's right. I mean, I thought those two things made you happy. I mean, maybe if you ride into Small World after all, one too many times. But short of that, no. I mean, I, I would have gotten this if it was, like, one of the people. I mean, I wouldn't have understood it, but I would have gotten it if it was somebody in one of the character costumes. Mm. You know, like, Kind of like a going postal situation. Well, I mean, like, if he saw Ursula or Jafar or something walking around, like, they did some nasty shit in some of those cartoons. And if you're high on drugs, you might feel like it really happened. <laughs> you're right. Like, I'm going to get revenge for what you did to the Little Mermaid, you son of a bitch. Wow. But this is a security guard. He's just trying to do his job, buddy. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. I don't know. That's wild. That's pretty wild. But you know what else is wild? 
morons getting mauled by jungle cats. All right. Which is exactly what we have in our next story. Now, this one happened down in Davie, where some guy paid $150 for a full contact experience with a black leopard at an animal sanctuary. You know, that sounds vaguely sexual. I'm oh. <laughs> I'm, oh. I, I, I'm wondering if he deserved to get mauled. <laughs> <laughs> Look, all that the full contact experience was supposed to include, and I'm just going to quote the article here because it is ridiculous, um, it was supposed to include playing with it, taking pictures with it, and rubbing its belly. You know, <laughs> and this is, this is, what is it again? It's a, it's a, a leopard? Uh, yeah, it's a uh, black leopard. A jungle cat. Yeah. Some people really, really, really shouldn't have watched fucking Tiger King. Yeah, honestly, I'm starting to think Carol Baskin may have had a bit of a point. Yeah. Like, <laughs> some people just aren't psychologically ready to watch that shit. No. You know? <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, Absolutely not. Oh, look, we're getting a call. Uh, of course we are. <laughs> I, I hope it's not PETA. I'll take it. I, I'll take it. Um, okay. All right. Uh, 720 area code. You are on the air with the War on Morons. Go ahead and say your name and where you're calling from. Hi, this is Sue Allen calling from Aurora, Colorado. And um, Wait, Llewellyn? No, Sue Allen. Sue Ellen. Did you hear? Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. You just, I'm confused. You, I thought your name was Llewellyn. Well, my sister's name is Llewellyn, and that's where I got the idea to call your show. Apparently, she listens to it, so I have a message for her, and I wanted to give you a call and share with you and the listeners exactly what the hell she's been up to ruining my family's Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, this should be good. Okay. Um, yeah, I think I, uh, I, I think that I, I might have an idea what's going to be happening here, Sue Ellen. So go ahead and tell us what's going on. Oh, Lord, you just have no idea what I've been through the past day or two. Oh, my gosh. So you know me. I mean, well, you know my sister, rather, um, Llewellyn. She's a bit of a spitfire in our family, but, um, you know, we, we always get, give her grace and we, we show her love because she is family after all. But I told her, I said, this year I cannot host Thanksgiving. I know it would normally be my year. I get the even years. She gets the odd years. I think you can understand why. Um, so I get the even years. I said, I know it's my year, but I can't do it because you know, this coronavirus is going on. You know, we can't have visitors over. We're quarantining. We're on lockdown. We're social distancing. Um, you know, we're washing our hands. We're wearing our masks. And, you know, we're trying to stay safe. And so I told her, you know, there's a pandemic going on. We can't, I can't host Thanksgiving. You just have to have it at your own house. Okay. Yeah, now, believe it or not, she actually called and she told us that she was going to your house. You, you're the one that lives in Colorado, right? Yes, and oh my gosh, she did not tell me. I'm so glad that she had the gall to tell all y'all at the War on Morons about her plans, but she did not tell me or my family that she was showing up on our doorstep against my wishes and the governor's orders. She showed up. My God, she had a caravan with her. She showed up, knocked on my door, 
in the middle of Thanksgiving dinner. And I, I go to the door, and I'm like, who is it? And she's like, it's Llewellyn. And I'm like, Llewellyn, what the hell are you doing here? And she says, now don't give me none of that bullshit. You know, great-grandma Mae always said we should never turn away family. She made us promise on her deathbed that we would never turn away family. So you just open up that door. I can smell whatever it is you cooked in there. You just let us in because we drove a long way from Texas. Now, I swear, she always throws that card in my face. Our great-grandma May or whatever, God rest her soul, made us promise not to turn away family. So... I said a prayer and I, 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 I used, I went against my better judgment. I said, all right, Lorena, I will let you in, but you have to use hand sanitizer. You have to wash your hands. You have to stay six feet away and you have to wear your mask. And she said she would. Did she? No, of course not. Of course not. She, her and her family stampeded my house. It was unbelievable. Unbelievable. I mean, they rushed in. I mean, normally it's just her and her husband and two kids. But this year, I don't know what she's got going on. She showed up with what she called her foster children. And, and there was like 16 of these children that she got from the Mexican border. It sounded, I mean, to be honest, it sounded pretty dubious. But anything is better than what they have at the border for these children. So I was on board with that. This is the first wacky scheme of my sister's that I've ever thought was actually a good idea. So we let them all in, all 22 of them or what have you. And, um, yeah, I mean, they just, I mean, I didn't even bake enough nut loaf for these folks. I mean, you know, you know, my family's strictly vegan, you know, and she knows this. She knows this. And every year it is a fight. It is a fight every year. And I did not buy enough wine to get me through a fight with my sister over my famous nut loaf. I did not. I was not prepared. But sure enough, her and her clan storm into my house and immediately smell the nut loaf. And most people would think it smells delicious. But my sister says it smells like anemia and diarrhea. That's rude. That's terrible. I mean, don't show up to my house uninvited asking for free dinner that I did not prepare for you and 18 other people and then insult my food. I mean, I don't know who raised her. Uh, I do, but I don't. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I imagine you have the same parents. Yeah, well, uh, I don't know where she was for most of it because she is not the same I mean, I mean, I just don't know. I don't know where she came from or where she gets it. But so she starts insulting my nut loaf, saying, oh, my children are not going to eat this nut loaf. You can feed it to the cage kids, which is such an insulting name to call her foster children. I mean, my God, I thought our president was offensive, but my sister, good Lord. So I said, don't call them that in my house. Call them by their names. They have names. She doesn't even know their names. Well, I mean, there's a lot of them, to be fair. You say there's like 16? People. They're people. They're children. They're not, I mean, they're not, you know, like decorations. I don't know what. 
she says she says they can eat the nut loaf. I said, well, why can't your other kids eat the nut loaf then? She says, oh no, they eat real food. Okay, so um, so so how did the uh, um, the foster children enjoy the nut loaf? Well, I don't know because they never got around to eating it because Llewellyn took them all out into the backyard to show them the mountains, or at least that's what she says. <laughs> But then all of a sudden I hear a gunshot and I get flashbacks because, you know, a couple of years back, she actually shot our neighbor's beloved pet rescue goat. And I told her she better never set foot in my house again with a weapon because it was a goddamn travesty. I mean, it was we held a funeral in the neighborhood for this goat. And I was like, the I, I mean, I was an outcast for many months in my own neighborhood after this incident. So I hear a gunshot and immediately I'm having flashbacks. And I'm just thinking, oh my God, what has she done? I told her never to come in this house with a gun again. I, I mean, I'm seeing red. Red. And I don't normally see red because I go blue. Um, but I step outside and all of a sudden I'm, I, I don't see nothing. I'm like, that's weird. I definitely heard a gunshot. I grew up in Texas, so I know I heard a gunshot. So I said to my sister, I said, what just happened? She goes, nothing. I said, what was that gunshot? She goes, I didn't hear a gunshot. I said, show me your gun. She goes, I didn't bring my gun. You told me never to bring my gun. I said, I know I'm not hallucinating. You show up and not 10 minutes later, I hear a gunshot in my backyard. I know. I know that you shot something. She goes, I don't know what you're talking about. So then they all come inside and they start having some drinks, you know, soda pop for the kids, whatever, eating some of my dinner rolls, but they're not touching the nut loaf. And I said, well, have some nut loaf. I mean, that's the dinner. That's the entree. That's the protein that you're going to get. So have some. It's my specialty. And they're all like, oh, no, you know, no, thank you. We're fine. I noticed that there are a couple kids short. I mean, some of these, you know, little foster children don't seem to be at the dinner table. Now, it took me a while to notice that because I didn't have enough chairs in the house for them. But I did eventually notice that like five or six of them were missing. So I'm like, wait, where did all, where did all your children go? And Llewellyn's like, oh, I'm sure they're fine. They're just wandering around. Don't worry about it. I'm, fine. I'm sure they're fine. And I'm like, no, I mean, we should find, I don't want them wandering the neighborhood, you know, by themselves. I mean, they don't have documentation. I mean, they, you know, what if, you know, ICE or someone comes around? I mean, we're already in violation. I don't want the wrong attention. The fact that I have, you know, 20-something people over at my house all of a sudden when we're supposed to be in lockdown. So, I'm like, let's go find the children. And I, I'm rushing outside to go see where the heck they are, right? Okay. And my sister follows me. She follows like a maniac. She's on me like I've never seen anything. She's like, oh, see, Waylon, don't you worry about it. They're just fine. They keep themselves, they keep themselves occupied. I have them do the housework all the time. They did my roof, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, what the hell is she going on? I'm just trying to find these kids. They're her kids. Why am I trying to find her kids? She's trying to stop me from finding her kids. All of a sudden, I go out front to their vehicle, and I notice that they have, like, a livestock trailer hitched up to the back of their truck. And I'm like, that's kind of weird. So I said to her, what, did you bring, like, livestock? Like, do you guys have livestock now? What the heck's going on? 
And she's like, no, no, we had to bring the kids up and something. I mean, they don't fit in the regular truck, so we just loaded them all up in there. Anyways, let's go back inside. I'm like, now, Llewellyn, what are you saying? You you mean to tell me that you put seats and seatbelts in the back of a livestock trailer and hauled people and somehow that was street legal? She said, no, no, I mean, we just, we just don't, don't worry about it. Don't worry. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Go inside. You know, you cook yourself a beautiful nut loaf. So everything's fine. Let's go enjoy that. Let's go eat that nut loaf. And that's when I knew. I knew right then and there that something was fishy because she would have never said she was going to eat my nut. She called it delicious nut loaf. So I whipped the door to that livestock trailer open like you ain't never seen it. And I could not believe what I saw. It was a bloodbath. A bloodbath? a literally a bloodbath. These children, there was five or six of them. I mean, I, I respect their culture, but my God, they were butchering up this deer that Llewellyn must have shot in my backyard. I mean, they were making quick work of it. They were halfway done getting it by the time I found them. Uh, I'm just horrified. I mean, by this time, I'm screaming my head off. My kids are running outside. I can't let them see this. Yeah, they, they, they've never been, they've never witnessed a murder before. I mean, I just can't believe that she would come to my house and, and, and shoot a deer in my backyard after everything that's happened and then send her foster children from south of the border to go butcher it in a trailer in my front yard. I mean, the health and violations that she thrust upon my family that day are, I mean, they must be in the hundreds. I mean, I couldn't have my children exposed to, 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 to this, you know, nightmare scenario. So I had to kick them out. I mean, I, 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 it was my last straw, and I think anybody would have done the same thing. What do you mean? Wait, you kicked them out? Yes, I kicked them out. I can't have my children seeing this. I mean, literally, it was like something out of a horror movie. I mean, it was a bloodbath. I mean, I guess you can understand your uh, your objection there, but uh, I mean, geez, where did they go? It's Thanksgiving yeah. Day. Well, I mean, it's not like they don't have hotels. I mean, you know, we're not in the middle of nowhere, Aurora, Colorado. They have hotels. But, you know, my sister, of course, being the cheapskate that she is, you know, she said, oh, no, money will take us in a room with, you know, 20-something of us. And I said, well, that's damn right. You're going to have to get a couple of rooms or a suite or something. And she said, no, 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 I can't do it. I We have nowhere to go. You have to let us back in. I would not let them back in. I don't care that they have nowhere to go. That's not my problem. I didn't tell them to come, okay? So I said, Screw great grandma May, screw the nut loaf, screw everything, just get out of my house and go. Now, what did they do? Well, that's on them. But, you know, I can't be blamed for the fact that they had to sleep in that trailer all night. I, You know, I didn't tell them to do that. You left them in a freezing trailer? Well, I, with, with, a, I, with a dead animal? I'm sure Llewellyn didn't sleep in the trailer. I mean, I'm sure she was up in the cab with her husband and her kids. I feel bad. I feel bad for those foster children. Boy, I'm sure they were in the trailer for sure. But, you know, I'm sure they had plenty to eat. I mean, they had a whole venison, so. <laughs> wow. I, I don't know, Sue Ellen. That sounds pretty cold-hearted of you. Well, I mean, 
You know what's cold-hearted? Exposing your sister and her kids to the coronavirus. That's truly, that. you know, they're spiking. They're spiking down in Dallas. They probably brought it up to me. So that's, that's pretty cold-hearted if you ask me. If you ask me, that's pretty cold-hearted. You know, what's, you know what's really cold-hearted? Llewellyn, she voted for Trump. That's really cold-hearted. Mm-hmm. I voted for Biden. I helped those kids. I got them out of the cages. Mm-hmm. That was me. I'm sure they're thanking you. All right, Sue Ellen, thanks for calling in. That was a wonderful story. <laughs> Have a good one. Bye. Uh, I, well, those two. I can't believe there's more than one of them. I mean, I, I, I thought that was her. I literally did. Or are they like twins or something? I mean, they're named Lou Ellen and Sue Ellen. <laughs> like, they... If they're not twins, they better be twins. Like, that's oh all I'm saying. Oh, my God. I don't know. I thought it was hilarious, but <laughs> that, that was a crazy story. Wild. <laughs> Aren't you glad you're not related to Llewellyn? Yeah. Yeah. Or Sue Ellen. Or Sue Ellen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, if you think that last call was an example of a sibling squabble, a 23-year-old Indian man actually stabbed his younger brother to death. Because he exhausted his internet data last week. All right. Well, look. Let's not be too quick to judge. This was in India, yeah, it was right? Murder. It, no, no, no. This was in India, and yeah. it was internet data. Okay. They need it. Why? Look. Do you know how important it is for these people to be able to stalk strange women on the internet for pictures of bubs and vaginas? <laughs> If he can't do that, there's no point living anymore. You know, and this is why you get the unlimited plan, ladies and gentlemen, right here. Yeah, especially if you're a murderous Indian sex pervert. Jeez. <laughs> anyway, since we're talking about... <laughs> oh, no. I... Oh, no. Anyways, it's... Since we're talking about sex criminals. Oh, great. That's a great segue. <laughs> this is going to be good. I feel I feel like I use that segue often, but I think that's... A... <laughs> so anyway, a British Airways steward has been fined 800 pounds, placed on the sex offenders registry, and fired from the airline after getting caught using his cell phone to peer over the urinal stall to watch a man pee at Heathrow Airport. Jesus, I mean, I bet that guy was pissed off. Really? Yeah. I bet he was. I, I, I bet he was European. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, th this is one of the worst fears a guy can have. What? Somebody trying to watch you pee? Um, well, yeah, but no, a male flight attendant. Oh, my God. Like, I mean, who thought that was a good idea? <laughs> I thought British Airways had it together. <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking of travelers who are having a bad time, an Indiana man has pled guilty to impersonating a law enforcement officer after he was busted for posing as a U.S. Marshal to get thousands of dollars in discounts at a Pigeon Forge hotel. I mean, I don't even know how you pull that off. Like... Tennessee's been pretty affordable. Yeah, I mean, it was taking a lot of vacation. Wait, so he's posing as a U.S. Marshal? Do they even get discounts? How did he even know that they get discounts? I mean, the good news here is that he did get to cash in at least 10 government employee discounts over the course of five years. So he was taking two vacations a year with this shit. He must have really loved this place. <laughs> he loved them so much, he ripped them off every year. 
like twice a year. Twice a year. And he risked getting caught. I mean, eventually he did get caught. And the bad news is eventually they did get suspicious enough. I mean, you see somebody taking two vacations a year. They say they're a U.S. Marshal. They don't get that much time off, especially nowadays. And they don't go to Pigeon Forge. Right. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm I'm a U.S. Marshal. You know, I'm really busy chasing fugitives all over the world. But, uh, but I can ha- I can take a. I really love Dollywood. <laughs> I swear, and so they actually did get suspicious enough. They called the U.S. Marshal's office, and uh, yeah, I mean now he's probably going to prison. So you know, it's uh, it's it's not exactly a vacation, but it's three hots in a cot. I mean, if you're gonna impersonate a government official, like why not pick something that's not? I I mean. The U.S. Marshals is, like, the law enforcement agency. Like, they much, chase down everybody. How much do you want to bet that this guy was, like, a neckbeard who weighed, like, 450 pounds <laughs> and, like, was not in shape at all? And, like, when they noticed that he, like, got winded going upstairs, they were like, this guy may not actually be Right. He, he probably watched that Tommy Lee Jones movie too many times. <laughs> like, I, like if, I, if it was me, I'd be like, yeah, I'm, I'm the county clerk from... Uh, yeah, from, uh, you know, Jefferson County. I'm pretty yeah. sure that the Jefferson County clerk doesn't get a I'm nationwide the, I'm, I'm the dog, dog catcher. Okay, I've never dog. heard of a dog catcher discount. <laughs> I've never heard of a U.S. Marshal discount. I don't know. Um, anyway, speaking of discounts that uh, don't exist, one Chinese teenager wanted the new iPhone, but didn't quite have the scratch to make it happen. Well, Sucks. Yeah, well, it, it gets worse. Oh, boy. Um, seeing as Apple doesn't exactly run Black Friday specials, this young man took it upon himself to earn some cash. Oh, that's good. I mean, you know, you, you always want your kids to grow up and be enterprising. Oh, wait, he's on our show. Hold on. <laughs> Don't tell me. Did he turn to a life of crime or something? I mean, what happened here? Yeah, not not quite that. Um, I mean, he was more the victim of the crime. So, so he willingly sold his kidney on the black market. Jesus. Holy shit. <laughs> so he, he could get an iPhone. He willingly, like, he just thought this up in his own mind? Like, well, do you know how much your to? kidneys are worth? Uh, an iPhone's only $800. I mean, in China, you know how much organs are worth. I mean, He's probably had to harvest some before. When you tell your teenage kid to go out and get a job, I just don't think this is really what his parents had in mind, to be honest. Yeah, well, he's certainly not going to be uh, getting a job anytime soon, because the back alley surgery went, well, about as poorly as one might expect. Oh, no, is he dead? Well, he's not Well, he's not dead, but he's bedridden for life. He's going to need that iPhone, then. Yeah, he's I got mean... that sweet, sweet 5G. He's just, <laughs> oh, jeez. He's, he's going yeah, to be making TikTok videos from his bed forever. How's he going to do a TikTok video? He can't even do the dances. You got to do the dances. I don't, I don't, I I don't know what the hell. I, I, I don't have TikTok on my phone. I, I don't want to be spied on by... Well, you got, you got TikTok? No, no, no. I just watch the videos. Okay. On well, Facebook. Yeah. So they're probably spying on me, we, too. We should make it TikTok. We should make it yeah. TikTok. How does it work? I think they'd shadow ban us immediately. <laughs> I don't I don't think we'd get to figure out how it works. China's good. We love China. Um, Joe Biden's wonderful. You know, actually, let's just hashtag all that stuff and see what happens. <laughs> now, the one thing that that new iPhone will be good for is helping him pass the time. And 
You know, that's something that would have come in handy for a lot of folks who were waiting in line at the opening of the new In-N-Out Burger location in Aurora, Colorado. Aurora, Colorado. Yeah. Isn't that where uh, Sue Ellen was? Yeah, it was actually. <laughs> if only Lou Ellen had gone to the In-N-Out instead of butchering that animal. <laughs> Things could have turned out so much differently. But, uh, you know, honestly, it wouldn't have made a difference if she had. Because the lines at that In-N-Out Burger were... Okay, let me just paint the picture. I mean, we've all been there. We pull into a drive-thru only to realize the line isn't moving. But there's already right. somebody behind you, so you're stuck, you know? You sit there for 30 minutes waiting for a dang cheeseburger, right? Right. Well, Llewellyn couldn't have just, you know, pulled up and gotten her, her Happy Meals, unfortunately, because the line at this In-N-Out Burger location was 14 hours long. 14 hours long? So, so you... I mean, I know they're stupid out west. I, I know they're fucking stupid. But you people are literally sitting in line for two shifts. You get you get there at 8 a.m. You don't leave till 10 p.m. For a hamburger. For a hamburger. And and you, like you see the person clock in to make your hamburger. And you see you them leave. You see when somebody, they clock out. and you're still there in line. They're you're counting out the drawer. You're still got. You're halfway done. Your iPhone battery's dead by that point. Oh yeah. I mean, you could have eaten breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I bet they made a ton of money that day, though, because if you've been starving for 14 hours, you're going to order the whole damn menu. I, I, there's only like three things on the menu. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I, I used to live out in California, and it's all right. It's it's overrated, and they they have a long line. They they all have a long line. They're called In and Out. I mean, you know how they are out there. They That's say one the thing, they mean something else. <laughs> I mean, the name just connotes a certain sort of efficiency that it doesn't seem that they really possess. Oh my god! But I mean, who would even wait that long? That I mean. I don't like. Are these are these the same people that wait like that camp overnight for the fucking iPhone? It seems that way, and you know, apparently there was a lot of them. But you know, I'll tell you, they weren't all happy campers about it. Okay, there were quite a few fights that broke out, but the most noteworthy one was where a guy actually wound up losing his pants in the fight. It was Randy Bobandy. Randy Bobandy is coming pants full are coming off. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting a call. Seven seven three area code. I think that's uh, Chicago land somewhere. Sounds good. I'll take this one. Hello, area code seven seven three. You're on with the moron moron. Tell us your name and where you're calling from. Oh uh, yeah, hey, this is uh, this is Dave um, from Chicago. Um, is this are you guys really there? Uh yeah. Hey Dave. I I'm not. This is weird. I wasn't expecting to get you. I know. <laughs> I uh I I thought I was gonna get the um uh, the, the voicemail. It's Friday. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you you caught us red-handed. We are uh, pre-recording this episode on Black Friday, uh, because we're gonna be driving back from vacation on the day that we normally host the show. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, hey, it's meant to be. It's meant to be. I'm glad that I called in. <laughs> I got a story to tell you. You wouldn't believe what happened. I mean. Well, I guess first of all, I gotta tell you guys, you know, happy, uh, happy uh, Thanksgiving. Hope you guys had a, a happy Thanksgiving yesterday. Thank um, you. But I, you too. Oh, I didn't. I did not have a happy Thanksgiving. Oh no! Oh, what happened? It was 
terrible. It was terrible. It was the worst Thanksgiving I've ever had. You know, I'm down here. I'm down here. You know, I, I flew all the way down from Chicago to visit my brother down here in Miami. And it, it was, it was, hold on. I don't know. I, I don't think you actually need this. I mean, it's a bubble gum. I mean, nobody needs a bubble gum. I need it. I need it. 25. Oh, 25. Give me. Oh, boy. This kid. I agree with Eastman, I mean, we, we're here at the mall. I, I know I'm trying to get some of this Christmas shopping done. They got all these sales for the Black Friday. And, you know, I got to watch. I got to watch. Uh, my brother's kids. I gotta tell you, never have kids. Never have kids. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I don't think I ever will. Uh, but all right, look here, Timmy. Here's a quarter. Have, have, have a gumball. Knock yourself out. Jesus. Ah. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you you know, I, I, ever we've been in the mall for 30 minutes. All he does is he begs me for money. He begs me for money. He pressures me into things. He tugs on me. He, uh, oh my God! It's it's just it's too much. It's too much. I I, I never but 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 I said I'd bring him to the mall so he could get presents for the family. He doesn't care about presents for the family. He just cares about running around causing for. Oh, there he goes again. There he goes. Hot chocolate. Wait, nobody needs hot chocolate. You know it's it's eighty degrees. We're in we're in fucking Miami. You don't need a hot chocolate. You hey, need a cold chocolate. Don't, what? I don't think you should be throwing around the F bomb in front of your nephew. He sounds pretty young. It's not the first time he's heard it today, trust me. I need a hot chocolate. It's Christmas. It's not it's not Christmas. It's not even December yet. I need it. Look, I, I, they don't even have hot chocolate here. I, I'll get you the Starbucks coffee. I'll get you a coffee. You want a coffee? I need I need a hot chocolate. I'll get you the mocha chocolate coffee. Okay. It's, it's, it's $4.99 only. I don't even know how much it costs. Only. Favorite word, only. <laughs> here, here, here's five bucks. Five bucks. Go, 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 go over there. Run over there. Uncle Dave's on the phone with the radio. Okay. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Oh. <laughs> he sounds cute. Uh, he's not cute. He's. Oh my God. He, it, 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 I, I tell you, I mean, you know, I'm a little person, and it's, it, 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 I mean, it's a little bit of a challenge for me because this kid, he, he outweighs me. I mean, he's bigger than I am, and, and, and he thinks just because he's got more size than me that he can push me around. You know, his dad, his dad's a, you know, his dad's six feet tall. He doesn't treat his dad like this. Wow. <sighs> well, you know, I mean, you only see him so many times a year, I imagine. I Thank mean, God. You're... Thank God for that. But what happened you know, on Thanksgiving? It... I want to know. Oh, my God. So what happened on Thanksgiving? You won't believe. 
and after what happened on Thanksgiving, I I don't think I'm ever going to come to Florida again. Really? I don't think I'm ever going to come here again. I mean, I, I, I like the weather. I like the, to go to the beach, you know, but I I don't think... I'm the beach! Oh, there he goes again. I'm the beach! It's Santa Claus! Yeah, no, that's not really Santa Claus. It's Dave! Just a giant, uh, what? It's not, it's a mall Santa. It's a, it's not Santa Claus. He believes it's Santa Claus. He's a kid.
Okay, did they punt him like a football? I mean, I don't know for sure, but that's what it sounded like, okay? He went flying like... It sounded like he was airborne. For real. And those are the same guys. Oh my god. The stuff that we hear on this show. You know, if you're in the audience right now, comment below. Why don't normal people call in? Like, if you're sane... And you're still here. Why haven't you called in? Maybe they're worried something like that's going to happen to them. You know what? Maybe that's it. Maybe, maybe, maybe at one point all of these people were normal people, but they called our show. Maybe the hotline's <laughs> cursed. I don't know. You never know. Anyway, that's about all we've got this week. I know it's a little bit of a shorter show, but thanks for joining us. We'll be back next week. Same time, same place. HamiMediaGroup.Podbean.com. See you then. Have a good week, everyone. Brother, you better get down on your knees and pay. A thousand buckles are being born. Every